1: Welcome back, listeners, to the Allegedly Podcast, where me and my co-host get a mystery topic coupled with some mystery facts, and it's our job to figure out which facts are real and which facts are fake. Today, we actually have a very special episode because we have our first ever guests. Joining me and Joe, all the way from the Unprofessional Development Podcast, we bring you none other than William Mealy and Christopher Tedisco. How's it going today, gentlemen? Hi. Oh,
2: Happy to be here. We're good. It is. Yeah. It's party time. You,
3: you said a very special episode. It is special.
2: We're <laughs> glad to be guests. You, I, you've, I love the curtains, the, the, um, the floors, the way you redid them. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Your what? studio is just gorgeous.
1: Oh man, mm. uh, you know this costs like a pretty penny to put all this in. Actually, oh yeah. If you looked around the, the gold room, flakes in the counter. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. I got the beautiful backsplash and all of that. It's it's absolutely <laughs> stunning. <laughs> Um, so, I understand you guys have a podcast uh, dedicated <laughs> yes. to, to uh, that, professional. That's what we found out, too. Well, professional yeah. development. And I, I've actually, yeah. like I, we were talking about it earlier, I have a couple of teachers in the family, but if you guys want to kind of give a brief, brief rundown about kind of what you guys talk about and what kind of, you know, makes you guys tick, that'd be yeah. super
3: cool.
2: You and me to this go.
3: So uh, professional development is something teachers have to go through where we are basically called into rooms to get talked at by people who think they know how to teach. And they are Mm. absolute torture. (laughs) So Mealy had this amazing idea for unprofessional development because he he had this realization that we learn best as teachers when we're just sitting around and talking and swapping jokes and laughs and funny stories from the classroom. And so it kinda bloomed out of that, right, Melee?
2: Yes. Yes. And that, that that's basically it. It's it's like we're learning you know, and having fun, but it's it's not the, the formal um of professional development. Right. And of course, rather than getting and, and I'm legally obligated to name drop that if you if you didn't know that um, <laughs> we do have an episode where Tony Danza was our guest, No way. was also then he was oh he nice was, he, he taught he taught English in a Philadelphia school for one year, and during COVID he had nothing better to do, and we got a hold of him <laughs> through like five <laughs> degrees of separation, and um and, and and got him on the podcast, and he was an absolute and cool. he's awesome,
3: he a really he's, nice he's,
2: guy, he's, yes, he really is a great guy, dude, that's yeah. awesome, that's amazing, yeah, it was really cool,
1: the uh, so. What what subjects do you guys think are your like your favorite you specifically focus in on? Because I heard math from one. Yes, I I teach math. Oh, okay.
2: And disco teaches English. Mm-hmm.
1: English, holy moly. So just like yeah, what we're talking about, like my mom, right? You got the you know mm-hmm. exactly how to use the semicolon, apostrophes.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> and mastering yeah. the teacher voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm at a restaurant and I say no fries, and the waiter says, "Do you want fries?" And I say, "What did I just say?" Oh, that's
1: yeah, that's like I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed.
3: I got I got chills on that. One. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Oh yeah, I heard that voice a lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, the worst is when you get the teacher glare that makes you go, "Oh no, oh no!" <laughs>
1: like you're still trying to figure out what you did. Right? <laughs> you're like, uh oh.
3: Where's the nearest exit? Yeah. And how fast yeah. can I get out of it? How
1: do I answer this to get out of this? <laughs> yep. I remember that. It wasn't too far off. I think my wife still gives me that look sometimes. So, Oh, my wife does too. <laughs> so we have a mystery topic to bring you guys. Since you're our first guests ever and being teachers, we're kind of rolling mm-hmm. the dice here. This oh, might okay. be a fast episode.
2: We'll see. It's
1: chess. I'm locking it in. That, yeah, no. yeah. Oh.
2: <laughs>
1: we're well we're done well we actually just <laughs> did a uh we actually did uh just did a show on chess so we should have okay. looped you guys in on that one
0: yeah. and we we did okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> we talked about the automaton or was it the, the turkish
3: oh the fake one yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. we got that one wrong, unfortunately. So okay. we did it. We, we, was,
3: we bet it against it. I was
2: hoping for Bulgarian folk music, um, specifically um, <laughs> the, the lute players of the, of the um, 1750s. That's, that's my wheelhouse right there.
3: Oh, see, I'm, I'm Bulgarian folk metal of the 1980s. So okay.
2: <laughs>
3: let's agree to disagree.
2: <laughs> there we go.
3: All right, so let's jump into the
1: topic today to see what we are dealing with, because it could be a curveball. So today's topic is status symbols. Ooh. So this could be, it's very open-ended, so when she does these kind of open-ended things, it really could be anything from, you know, what makes a lordship, how do you become king, to the difference between... Misses and Miss, you know, and oh. where that came about. So it literally could be, this episode could be bananas.
3: We so, need a history oh teacher, Mealy.
2: You, okay.
1: Yeah. Let's fake yeah. it till we
2: make it. To this
1: <laughs> fake it till you make it. That's that, That's probably the number one rule. That's, I know that's the number one rule in consulting, at least. So
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's our tagline. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Allegedly.
1: Fake it till you make it. Dude, seriously, <laughs> we're just like, we know this. Oh, we got it wrong. We, we thought we did. We were so confident. <laughs> so confident. Well then let's jump into the first fact and see here. So fact number 1. In 19th century England, having a hermit living on your sprawling property was considered a status symbol. So people would stage objects in their gardens like an open book on a chair that suggested to
2: guests they had a mysterious person living there. So uh, just based on the fact that there are um, yard gnomes and things like that, <laughs> like it, this kind of feels like maybe that was the predecessor to um, having um, yard gnomes. Do you um, think that's hilarious? Do you think there would have been a, at one point real life yard gnomes,
1: like yeah. garden gnomes, like here, dude? I'll give like you, you a, a, I'll give you some gold to stand in my garden for
3: a day. Yeah, that's- not gold.
2: Just giving them, just giving them bread. <laughs> That's all he needs is bread. You get. That's what you get.
3: I mean, we're talking. You said 18, 18th century, nineteenth century, nineteenth century. So century. So I mean, yeah. At that yeah, point, 1800s. people are just happy that they have enough teeth to still chew on the bread. Like, yeah. yeah. If somebody said, "Hey, I'm gonna feed you and give you a place to live. You just have to live in my yard," I'd be like, "Yes." Like, I would agree to that now.
2: Yeah. Th- these would yeah. do, see. <laughs> do, we take a, do we take a vote, or do, or do we each ch- chime in? Has the how, do we get points?
1: So we we typically this, and we can split it up if we want to. Typically, we do like a group thing, right? So nobody's singled ah. out for being super adamantly wrong.
2: Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so we all have to agree. If you are the lone wolf of
1: or lone voice of reason in these things, you could try to convince the rest of us, or get a okay. very very you know. I told you so after everybody gets it wrong. Okay. Like gotcha.
0: that's okay. usually out.
3: So, <laughs> so I know that this was a fad. I don't know about the time period. Like I know for a fact that there was a time when rich people in England had hired hermits to live on their land. The only thing I don't okay. know about is, is that time. Like, so, okay. so the only reason, and the first thing that pops in my head is Phantom of the Opera, right? He
1: was mm-hmm. kind of like a squatter in the opera. Yeah. So he like messed with people and, stuff would go wonky. If he didn't do that, that opera house would have been super famous. Like (laughs) they had a mysterious guy living here. Ooh, let's go, let's go sit and try to catch him. If he didn't like drop pianos on people, it would be fine.
0: (laughs)
3: Oh, Oh, the old opera gnome.
1: (laughs) With a cape. And he just like,
3: did you see him? I saw him a little bit. When you say opera gnome, I picture a two foot tall Liberace. Oh, his sequence was on point. Yeah.
0: A lip liberaccino. <laughs> that nice. that's a Seattle cup of coffee. Like, <laughs> that's true. I was like, I'm pretty sure I ordered that with oat milk today. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Smaller than a tall is a liberaccino.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the pick me up after like five. You know, you don't want to stay up too late.
3: <laughs> oh man. So I I'm gonna say true on this one. I'm okay, I'm feeling confident on you. that one.
0: What about? I got nothing to go against it. That's for sure. Um. The traveling gnome commercials aren't a help. Yeah, here, I so. I definitely <laughs> missed that episode of Downton Abbey.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would have been good.
0: I think it was the one where they sat around and
2: talked a lot. Oh, oh, yeah. That was
3: yes. that one was my favorite.
1: <laughs> what about uh what about you, Mealy? What what are you feeling? I'm
2: I'm I'm down with I'm I'm a yes.
1: I'm a yes. I so that's another thing too. We try to bank on what makes us feel good. If we want this to be true, then we go with it, right?
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would love to live That's in a true. world where... Yes. Exactly.
1: Like, I want to think that at some point in history, somebody paid somebody else in something to stand in their yard and disappear. You know what I mean? Like, mysterious person in my I mean, yard.
3: I 1800s, you have to remember, like, people had such ridiculous money back then. Like, this is... <laughs> that also, like, this around the same time period where, uh, like, the, the romantics would, would get into things like bet on which drop of rain would come down a... Pane of glass first. So like the rich were super rich at that time.
2: Right. And lacking for good entertainment apparently.
3: I mean it's before fun was invented. Have you eaten food from that time period?
2: Do you want do you want to go look at the hermit or watch the rain on the window? Yeah. (laughs) We watched the rain on the window last night. Let's go look at the hermit. The
0: sad thing was it was a rerun.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No,
1: it's the same hermit. (laughs) <laughs> Perfect. All right, I think nice. we're in complete agreement then, because I want mystery gnomes in my yard that disappear, and we can just talk about that. Because yeah. that would be popular. I mean, totally. You're like, did you see that? And I'm like, oh, that's you know, Philip. He just comes and goes.
3: Yeah. And you're like, okay. <laughs> and you're no, you know, if your neighbor hires an eccentric camper to live in your yard, you're like, well, now, honey, you know what we need. <laughs>
2: Well, I'm waiting for. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm waiting for someone to like that runs for political office to claim to be have descended from like um, <laughs> an eighteenth century hermit.
1: You know I mean? <laughs> I'm, like,
2: well, I'm a man. I'm a man of the people. You know what I mean? Diogenes why, 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 why Junior. I come, I,
1: yeah. Uh, you know how many gardens <laughs> I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this then. Let's go. True that in nineteenth century, having a hermit living on your sprawling property was considered a status symbol. Everything sound good? Yep. Yep. Perfect. All right. Three. three, two, one, bam. It is true. There you go. All right, Ooh. going. All right. First ever. You guys got it. Sweet. Okay, so okay. the uh throughout Europe, primarily in England, there were castles and homes that have a ruinous looking outbuilding called a folly. These were built entirely for decoration and have no purpose outside of pulling elaborate pranks on guests. Sometimes the owners would also invent legends about them to heighten curiosity, leaving out human objects, like a book or a pair of reading glasses, suggested a mysterious garden-dwelling person was hiding somewhere nearby. But if you were really rich, you actually paid a dude to live in the folly permanently as a hermit and act in a bizarre manner whenever guests were around. Sometimes They would just jump out and scare people. Other times they would wander around the party giving rambling life advice. But the point was, if you had your very own Folly Hermit, you were very rich and very interesting and led a
3: very successful life. Folly hermit is the name of my jazz trio.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm about to say.
3: You just go from rich person to
1: rich person, just singing accentually, like just living it up. That's Mm -hmm. I say, it's too much of a walk to throw pennies at the poor people. Let's bring them to us. (laughs) Yes. Let's have our eccentric garden gnome give them life advice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) One word. Plastics. (laughs) And yeah, and so they would put these buildings up, make them look old, and then sometimes have a person living in it. Like, that is rich. That is oh, pretty awesome. Uh, I was
2: gonna say it's like the shabby, it's shabby chic. It's it's it's, it's everything everything comes back. That's it. Downtown shabby. There yeah. you go. Downtown shabby. Downtown shabby, yes.
3: <laughs> the 19th century ripped jeans. Yeah, I get yeah.
1: it. All right, dudes, you did it. You got the first ever question. That's a good sign, actually. If we get the first one right, it's usually not a bad episode. We have never gone zero for five. We've, All yeah. right. So so our true, yeah, our 50-50% chances have never left us zero and five. So that's great. You guys are not the first one. <laughs> All right, here we go then. We're going to go to fact number two, throwing your expensive tapestry on the floor to use it as a rug was seen as a status symbol because it indicated you were so disgustingly rich you could afford to walk and ruin your expensive piece of wall art if you threw it on some mud you were even more badass
2: no you don't I think so no. <laughs> i think it's the opposite no that like it would be someone if you coo- could hang if you could take your rug and hang it on the wall that's that's showing that you're rich, I think. So, so it's think the opposite. So,
1: right. so like, if you were like, this rug is so awesome, I do not want somebody to walk on it. Right. Well, where else were you supposed to hide your hidden treasure map? I mean... <laughs> it's on the back of the rug. Exactly. But see, that's the point, though, right? That's where, like, Indiana Jones is looking at this tapestry, and he's like, "Which? it's on the floor. And well, he looks down, and he's like, whoa, you know?
3: Well, here's the other reason I disagree, though. You also have to remember a lot of those tapestries were probably uh, had like a lot of religious iconography, mm-hmm. right? Like a lot of those Ooh. tapestries would have been like tapestries of like biblical stories. So putting them right. on the ground for people to step on, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think they'd be down with that. <laughs> yeah,
0: no. yeah. These people were against
1: forks, were <laughs> the
3: devil, so we, we, you know, yeah, it
1: might be bad. We learned about that. Yeah, they they did not approve of forks, so. I is. Mean, I'm so, on I'm on the edge myself. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You're like, you know, God gave his hands for a reason. Why use right?
2: a fork? I was gonna say spoons are t- way more apropos. So once you've got the spork, the the fork <laughs> really does go, go out the window. Yeah, Seriously. right?
1: Yeah, you got double duty on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so this one's pretty unanimous. Joe, what what are you thinking? Are you thinking wall or floor? I can't imagine paying um or having a bunch of
0: ladies in waiting make a tapestry. Just to then turn around and throw mud
1: on it. So am I? Yeah. So so um, like, am I uncouth for having rugs on my floor? Should I be hanging them? Like, do I get judged if I have a rug on my floor? I feel n-
3: no. Just so if you fool. have like, if you have like your college movie posters on your floor, <laughs> people are gonna leave your dorm.
1: Oh, I get it now. All right? Yeah. So it's all it's all coming together.
3: Fool. You
0: need to treat Pulp Fiction better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um all right, I have nothing to go against this because we actually did have a rug episode and yeah, there a rug a rug it was a rug That one did get rugged a little bit.
3: Yeah. So did mm, you get burned? Uh,
1: yeah, we did. I think we actually oh, we actually lost that one. <laughs> we got we got swept under a little bit. Yeah,
3: right? we oh did. my goodness. There we go. <laughs> Other puns. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, there was there was one where, yeah, they, they'd hang them a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I can't see it, but you know what? Like, this is also, you know what? We A lot of times Joe and I rationalize out of our, you know, answers. So if it's the first mm-hmm. gut feeling that, no, they, they hung them up, and I think you're right about the religious symbology, I, I have to agree. I'm, I'm going to say this is false. They didn't throw them on the ground.
3: I'm confident, even if I'm wrong. Yeah.
1: Uh, hey, that's yes. another tagline
3: of ours. Now, right. Now you're playing correctly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. All right. Here we go, then. We are going to go false. That throwing your expensive tattoo on the floor to use it as a rug was seen as a status symbol. Three,
2: two, one. Bam. It is false. Okay. Boom. All right. We are, we are batting a hundred, a 1, thousand.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. That's awesome. While rugs and carpets are sometimes used interchangeably, rugs and tapestries are generally regarded as separate things. While you can hang a nice rug like a tapestry, people wouldn't have used tapestries as a rug, primarily because they are a lighter fabric, but also because if you had a tapestry, you probably also had rugs. Elaborate flooring has been a status symbol throughout history. Expensive rugs from Asia, uh, mosaic tile floors of ancient Rome, and... Parquet wood floors in French places, but nothing screams "I have ungodly amounts of money" more than an elaborate de- uh, elaborately decorated ceiling to go with your fancy flooring. And of course, you hired the most famous artist you could find to, or you could afford to do it. Michelangelo's Sistine Chapel masterpiece was exactly this kind of flex from the new pope, who wanted something more impressive than the simple blue with gold stars that the ceiling had before. Fun fact. Some Reachers discovered that Michelangelo painted Easter eggs into the ceiling, including the famous image of God's creation of Adam, which is shaped like uh, like an anta- uh, anatomically correct human brain. Yep. Apparently, Ooh. it's tiny. Like, it's a, like, all these things are just hmm. tiny little pictures, too.
3: I think I he also put the doorway to hell right behind the Pope's seat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember... I've never been to the Sistine Chapel, but I remember reading that somewhere. That would be
1: amazing, because everything I've learned about Michelangelo, he was such a weird genius that everything he did was a flex and it was always kind of awesome.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Hey, Hey Joe here from Allegedly. real quick. I want to tell you about this week's sponsor newsly. Newsly is an audio app for your iOS or Android that picks up the most trending articles from the topics that are most important to you. And here's the trick reads them to you in a natural human voice. From the Batman to Bitcoin, Kiev to the Kardashians, follow any topic your heart desires, and while you're there, go ahead and check out their featured podcasts from over 50 countries, like say, I don't know, allegedly. I've been using it for over a week now, and I'm loving the convenience of having my news and podcasts all in one place. So come and join me by clicking the link in the description and downloading Newsly for free. As an added bonus, go ahead and use the promo code Allegedly and receive one month of their premium subscription for free. Stop scrolling and start listening. Okay, back to the show. I'm ready for round three. Let's do it.
2: Yes.
1: All right, fact number three. In the 1600s in Holland, you could tell the size of a man's pocketbook
2: by the quantity and rarity of his tulips. I do know that there was a tulip bubble. That like that 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 um, around that time was one was one of the first economic bubbles that there was a lot of. Like almost like the two thousand when, when the 2008 whatchamacallit um, uh, housing crisis oh, came. Oh, the that subprime was... mortgage crisis? <laughs> they had like a subprime tulip crisis? Yeah, there, there was a lot of like speculation and people, it was a really weird thing and people would like, tulip became a thing, people just like I
3: got a two-story tulip and I couldn't afford it.
2: <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then people just just flip, flipping tulip fields, you know what I mean? Uh, um, had one of them I, balloon tulip. a thing, I, I'm generally. not. I'm, <laughs> I, I don't know much about the specifics, but I know it was a thing. I got so. that.
1: Oh, that's awesome. They had an ART, an adjustable rate tulip. Like, exactly. <laughs> they
2: had to take out a third exactly. mortgage to afford their tulips. Yep.
1: Okay, oh. so, so they had this tulip bubble. Do you think it was around the same? I mean, honestly, the... the oh, yeah,
2: I think it was around that time, The yeah.
1: The writer doesn't so. usually try to trip us up with time periods. So if you've heard about something like that, there's probably a grain yeah. of truth somewhere. So... Yeah. Uh so if there was a tulip bubble and people were obsessed with picking up tulips, I'm I'm going to guess that this is true. Yeah. I'm, if, I'm I'm gonna go with the
3: majority on this one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what do you what do you think,
0: Joe? You're the tulip feeling, expert. I don't know. <laughs> All I know of Holland is like clogs and tulips. Yeah. And that and that
1: movie about a girl with a pearl earring.
0: The occasional uh, windmill. So...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wait it. Is that hut? Is that is that Dutch? Is wait is Holland in Dutch? Where's Holland? Uh,
3: uh, in Holland, they speak Dutch. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh well, sh- yeah. that shows you how much I know. I, I <laughs> <you> know, like- <laughs> So okay, so if they had, yeah, I'm gonna say so. If you've heard about a tulip bubble, let's go with it. I'm yeah. I'm going true because frankly, this would be awesome just to have. Anyways, I want people to panic over
3: tulips. I trust you, Mealy. Yep.
1: All right, everybody. Uh, all in agreement on true on this one? We're riding the high.
3: Yeah, I, well, <laughs> I gotta go with it. They, they've not
1: been wrong yet. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. We're gonna go true that in the 1600s, Holland, in Holland, you could tell of the size of man's pocketbook by the quantity and rarity of his tulips. Three, two, one, bam. It is true.
2: Okay, there
3: we go. Rushing wow. It. Rarity of his... T- what are rare tulips? Kind How would you colors, tell? maybe? Yeah. So, <laughs> How do you keep them to yourself? They just seed. Like, all
1: right. No, well, yeah, no, I, I so here. It,
3: <laughs> it
1: was called Tulip Mania, and it was widely regarded as the first record of speculative market bubble. There you go, Mili. Thank you.
2: Hey. Uh, thank you.
1: Uh, and it crashed. <laughs> yes, tulips were the first bored, or uh, the first bored apes and happened 400 years ago, and we still haven't learned our lesson. Originating in Kazakhstan, tulips were highly sought after for their rarity and striking bold colors. Broken or mixed color tulips were extremely expensive and could cost ten times a craftsman's salary. The market exploded when people began speculating on tulip feature or futures and uh, futures contracts, which could change hands five times or more without anyone ever seeing an actual tulip. <laughs> then the plague broke out so people didn't show up to the tulip auctions and tulips became worthless nearly overnight exacerbating the pain of the financial losses tulips take an exceedingly long time to flower seven years so considering tulip mania only lasted four years some people never got to see their flowers grow
3: yeah it's all fun and games until someone catches the plague
1: yeah (laughs) dude I didn't know that there's these tiny little chaos events especially around tulips that happen with the plague
3: like, <laughs> I mean, when things happen in conjunction with a plague, people tend to notice.
1: Yeah. Yes. It's it, they had tulip auctions.
3: Wow. So uh, people I, cared. About again, it. this was before fun was invented.
1: Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. Like
3: you really had to work before TV. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: No, I mean, I'm still figuring out we had to work before like Netflix and stuff like <laughs> holy moly mm. Everybody running back during a specific time period to catch a show. That yeah. was bananas
3: the dark times yeah.
0: Hey mm. tulips are still big money man uh, out here in Washington. They still have a tulip festival every year Seriously, and uh, Sel- Selma Hayek owns a-, a tulip farm here in Washington. Is it mm. huge? Like she- do you drive by and you're like this is it. This is the tulip factory it's it's massive, yeah, it's a whole, uh, Snohomish County, like, it's a whole big Does thing. Does she have a hermit living yeah, on it? acres of it. Yeah, that's... I know. <laughs> I don't know, uh, but, uh, apparently she's got guard dogs on it. Whoa. <laughs>
2: I know wow. that for sure. Wait, so do you know that I'd through... i imagine ex- they're guarding the hermit. Do you know that through experience? Yeah. <laughs> Were you trying to steal some <laughs> Selma know. tulips, like... He's dumpster diving at the at the at the. At the, at the so, uh, somebody was.
0: That's how it wasn't me, but uh, a guy. <laughs> yeah. I know. No, um, the guy. No know.
3: guy knows a guy. So yeah. yeah, He didn't yeah. make it yeah. though. <laughs> didn't get them tulips.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. We are riding a three-three fact three.
2: high. This is wow. good. This is good. Nice. Have you? Have you? How many five for five have you guys gone? We have only ever done one. Wow.
0: Uh, without If without bonuses, yeah, I think it's one unassisted. Yeah. So we give okay. out
1: bonuses because sometimes we do so atrociously bad, we have to rescue our, <laughs> ourselves. Uh, mm-hmm. And so the writer okay. sometimes
2: throws us a bonus. teachers, we know that, yeah. Here, color this in for extra credit <laughs> so I don't have to fail half the class. <laughs>
3: I made it red. Good
2: job, Johnny.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Excellent. Here's your plus one. You didn't fail. And I'm like, yay. <laughs> All right, well, let's see. Let's keep this ball rolling at fact All right. number four. If you were a wealthy painter, you were probably one of the few that could afford the highly sought after mummy brown paint color. Ooh. It's named after the brown color you get when you mix white paint with pitch black, uh, light brown resin, and ground up
3: mummies. I think that's true. Uh, Mummy powder. No, (laughs) mummies were so common. Like people would be buying them and selling them all the time. There was a lot. Like mummy powder was a real thing.
1: Are we talking about another like bubble, like a mummy bubble? Are we talking Egyptian mummies? Yeah. Wait. So okay, we have people paying people to live on property, and then we have painters mixing mummies in with paint. Double down. Buy your own mummy. Put them on your land, and then like take little bits to paint.
3: Like it's like yourself the money. Mummify your hermit.
2: I was just saying, your hermit dies. And your hermit dies. Yeah. Eventually, your hermit's dying. Yeah. yeah. You
3: know, so right? you got
2: the plague.
1: You got the plague, right? Like,
2: right. And then turn them into and then turn them into paint, baby. Yeah,
1: there you go. Yeah. God, if only they had our brains back my, then.
2: My my horses will be glue, and my 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 hermits will be paint. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 yeah. I've got the future planned out. That's it. <laughs> okay, so Tedesco, you're going. Oh, you're
1: going tr- true. Oh, I'm I no. he's convinced
2: me. I'm, he's com- I I'm, I'm buying what you're selling to this guy. I'm sure powder. it's
1: true. All right. I'm I'm totally down cuz I want like again, I want this to be true. I want to think there's like a rampant mummy market where you go in and you're like, yeah. I don't like that one, I want that one. You know, like there's multiple yeah. mummies you can choose from. That's I'm what I'm
3: telling you. That was, that was a real thing.
1: I want it. I love it. I've, history is so bonkers that this, <laughs> I don't doubt it. <laughs> What's the dumbest possible thing? Yeah, let me go with that. Yes, yes. <laughs> we yeah. There's a couple facts we learned. Like, never get, never yeah. doubt how crazy history can be. That's like one I of can't
2: the. Can't get quite the right color for this this painting I've been doing. <laughs> oh, I got an idea. How if we get some mummy stuff and mix it in with the yeah. white? Have we... You think that'll make the good color? Yeah. I, I, I was thinking of, like, 9,000 right. other things I could mix with white to make brown. Yeah. But since that, you The powder from the jar that,
0: where they pulled the dude's tongue out? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's,
2: that's where I'll... That's what I want to mix in with my white paint. God. Not, not like anything else.
1: Yeah, I need, uh, human ash gray, please. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah.
2: Thank you. Okay, but, but I'm, still, I'm still down. I'm buying what the disco selling. Yeah! He sounds pretty. He sounds like you know. You like he's heard something sometimes. All right, so. let's
1: do it. Let's go true <laughs> on this then. That mummy brown was a color for expensive painters. Everybody in agreement? Sound good? Yep.
3: I'm. am with it.
1: All right, let's do it. All right, we're gonna go true. Three, two, one,
2: bam! It is true. Dang, oh, we're four nice. for four.
3: Oh, oh wow. man!
2: The, now the pressure's on. Oh man! This
3: is... I'm available for trivia and bar mitzvahs. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I feel I'm. I'm feeling really stressed now. If we got one wrong by now, there would be no. I wouldn't care if we got the fifth one right or wrong. I'm willing to go, but now, now I've got to like.
3: Now it's the bottom of the ninth with the bases loaded.
2: Yeah, Yeah, this this is is, it. Okay. All right. So hopefully this. is Oh, what do they get harder as we go, or is it, is it just random? It
1: can be. So the last one, it's kind of it's kind of weird. So sometimes she lines us up for kind of an easier one on the last one because she okay. knows we're gonna get completely stiff because we don't know what we're talking about. Sometimes right. she throws the wackiest one for the last one, Love just it. to okay. like mess okay. with us. So he, here's what they said about Mummy Brown, though. It's weird when it yeah. comes to inventive uh, ways to defile all things sacred. The human imagination knows no bounds. Rich people did all kinds of awful things to mummies to show off their status, including unwrapping parties to impress guests. Yuck. (laughs) Mummy paint was made from ancient Egyptians and their pets, spread to Europe in the 1500s, and remained popular for 300 years. It fell out of favor because of its unstable nature, uh, difficulty to get, and because people culturally started to believe it might be wrong to use stolen ancient people for paint. What? So, yeah. Some artists claim they weren't aware of their true origins. Yeah, In England? <laughs> I mean, it took them 300 years to figure that one out, so that's a little believable. Yeah. <laughs> when one English painter who used it a lot went to buy some, he was assured by the seller it was made of real mummies. He was so disturbed, he walked out, got his last tube, and gave it a burial in his garden. The company made oh. it didn't stop until 1964. And only because they, <laughs> listen, only because they ran out of mummies. Oh, my <laughs> in a, goodness. In a quote to Time Magazine, they said, we might have a few odd limbs lying around oh somewhere, but did not make enough to make any more paint. God. They would still do it today.
2: <laughs> wow. Oh.
1: They're like, hmm. our mummy vault kind of was running dry, so. We, we would have ground
3: anymore. up more foreign ancestors, but. <laughs> yeah. This market? <laughs> we, come on.
1: Yeah, <laughs> inflation got to us first, so we couldn't we couldn't go back for more mummies. That's ridiculous. Oh,
0: survived the plagues three I times to be brought the... down by <laughs>
3: <laughs> brought down by inflation.
2: <laughs> that explains the, the blandness of color choices and just lack of originality yeah. of Banksy. In, in my Banksy. in my opinion,
3: <laughs> I want to hear that Crayola
0: pun. It's gonna be uh, it's going it's called Mummy Deer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: go. Oh God. Well, there you have it. Mummy brown is a specific color, and I don't think Home Depot carries that. I can almost guarantee you it doesn't.
3: Challenge accepted. Nice.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, Brandon, I want to match this color, please. So, <laughs>
3: like, we have to call this uh, in. Let's s- get the mummy. Sir, that's a cadaver.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just throw it in there. Just pull, throw it in. All right. So you guys, this, this one is it. This is for, we won't, we, we we might not even need the bonus for a five for five. This is legendary. Okay. There we go. We A legendary.
2: A legendary.
1: We, yeah, well you, can, well you can attain the greatness of, you know, me and Joe if you get this last one right. Wow. All right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Fact number five: In France, in the Middle Ages, it became fashionable for noblemen to wear gloves with pointed tips. That extended off the fingers up to 12 inches in length, stuffed with horsehair or wool to make them stick straight out. The length of the fingers was to let people know at a glance just how far your reach was in society and marked you as a person of significant influence. Mm. It, it was like having Grinch hands. Like, <laughs> okay, so, that's what they're so talking I, I... about.
2: I, I know. So I'm going to go red herring here, Ooh. and I'm going to say most of that is true, but actually it was growing your fingernails. Is, is, that's just my, my just <laughs> guess, that, that it would be like much it. more of a status symbol to grow your fingernails than to stuff your gloves, because anyone could stuff their gloves with horse hair, it seems. Yeah. But I would think that growing your fingernails would be a little more of a, of a um, mm. way to kind of so be more of a status symbol. I mean, I've definitely but heard the know.
3: phrase French tickler.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <There we> go. <laughs> yeah. In France, in the Middle Ages, he comes up. I would like that one, sir. And he's like batting you with his like horse hair fingers. Like, you're like, ah, okay, thank you.
2: Oh, this I have is no a tough idea. One. So I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I. You can convince me otherwise, but I'm in the no camp that it that it's that it's fingernails and not these things. But I, but I could be completely wrong. So I don't. Well, know. we know that
1: forks were not a thing. Growing out fingernails seems plausible. You know, you can't. You got to stick something to eat it. So you're just like boop with your fingernail. Done.
2: But you guys know more about how the questions are designed, and, and is is that we, like a thing? We, where we've like, had three so, truths so it'll, like, it'll be yeah. like it'll be like eighty percent true. Right. Yeah. No. Where so it'll be like eighty percent. Something will be eighty percent true, but one part of it is is the um is the part that's not true, t- and it's all true except for it was I don't know. Typically, what anyway, she does
1: is she if if they wore gloves with long fingers. It it mm-hmm. would that that's what the fact would be. They wouldn't have long fingernails. Is typically, she doesn't like try to tweak one thing and then it's oh it's false. It's fingernails. So, it's all true okay. or all false. It's either all true or all false. Like they would be wearing long okay. fingers or it could,
2: still, it could still be false even if it's not fingernails. Yeah, yeah. Because
1: yeah, it'd true. be like nah, they didn't wear long glove fingers. They did grow out their fingernails though. Like that that could be a thing. Yeah. So that could be you know they had slightly longer glove fingers or something. But I'm still imagining like well. Because didn't they have uh, the plague doctors wore the really long noses and they put flowers in them and stuff like that?
3: Yeah, it was supposed mm-hmm. to ward off the plague yeah. of flowers yeah. Yeah.
1: And so ridiculously long appendages like a nose or a mask or something like that I don't think it would be that outlandish.
3: And well I'm thinking too if, if it's gonna be a status symbol, you think middle Ages most people are like farmers or craftsmen so if you could show that you have something that would make it impractical to do anything with your hands, mm-hmm. that would kind of look impressive.
1: Yeah, mm, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but long fingernails would do that too. I could see that. Like, you, you can't because you break your fingernails like, being a mason, right? You Crush your finger or something like that. Right. So having, that's
2: kind of why I was. That's kind of why I went there as well. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So I, but I also, I'm getting just strong Cirque du Soleil vibes. <laughs> I don't
0: know. And it creeps me. <laughs> it creeps I'm, I'm, me out. So I think I'm, it's I'm, true.
2: <laughs> <then>.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, I, I would go. I don't know. I, you know what, I. Joe and I are such wild cards on this guy you guys are a first guess. What what do you what do you collectively think? What's My, my, my I lean towards false.
2: You false? What do you, what do you think to this guy? Go- yeah. I'm leaning towards true. I don't know. Okay. But I'm Something not sure going true. So I'll I'll, I'll side with the majority. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're, okay. we're going to side with the majority. You guys
3: got to break the the tie oh, here. Oh no. Oh. Yeah, we're bad at this. Oh, it's okay. We're just putting on you guys all of the pressure of oh. getting the perfect yeah. score.
1: Oh god. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, so what do you think, Joe? Oh. Muppet fingers? You you feeling that? <laughs> oh man, I feel like Scotty
0: Pippen after MJ scored all the other points. I <laughs> feel like you just like, got to no. get one.
1: <laughs> I just want one basket, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we could do a coin flip. That's pretty notorious on our show. I don't I think uh, I don't I just um,
0: I'm feeling as a like as a, a woodworker by trade um, I can understand the the appeal of the rich to then show off something that would make them uh, outside from common
1: folk. I'm feeling I'm feeling true on it. So we got two Mm -hmm. truths. I I always go with what I want. I want to see rich people have ridiculously long fingers like walking around just like with their canes and stuff like (laughs) give me one of those. And it's like just this wobbly (laughs) finger he's pointing at, you know. Um, so now
2: I'm in a win-win situation. I'm going to agree right. with the majority, but if it's wrong, mm. then I'm then, the one who got 5 for 5. I was five about to five. say, I'm okay. jealous
3: of Mealy at this moment.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm golden.
3: <laughs> Curse my convincing, charismatic nature. I'm
2: golden. <laughs> I'm
3: golden.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So, yeah, we'll send a little. We'll, Let, let's go with true. Let's send a little certificate that specially says Mealy got 5 for 5 if, All right. <laughs> if we yeah, get this If it's one false. Wrong.
2: <laughs> All right, but if, but, if it's, but if it's true, I'm celebrating with you. On a yeah, and then team. you're
1: like, "We did it, yeah. guys!"
2: <laughs> All right, then collectively we will go true
1: that in France in the Middle Ages it was fashionable for noblemen to wear gloves with pointed tips that extended off the fingers for 12 inches in length. All right, three, two, one, bam! Oh, this one's false! Oh, oh no! Oh no! no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah. Me- Mealy is the number one player
2: Congrats Mealy oh, it- no. Hey. <laughs> oh no Oh I no mean, I'm sorry I didn't I didn't You know <laughs> I wanted to be I wanted it to be true as I well I wanted it to- <laughs> uh, I was oh, We all oh, want geez. rich Muppet yeah. people yeah. I, yes. I wanted it so We can always edit Edit the podcast And just yeah. say
1: it.
3: true and <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> <laughs> this is what audacity no is. For. Yeah.
0: No one's looking it
1: up. No one's looking it up. All right, retake it, everybody. Uh, oh, we the did it! Hangover. I'm going to say it was <laughs> false. <laughs> I'm it was false. <laughs> yeah.
2: Or we can all say or we can go back and say we all knew it was false yeah. and then edit that. There's a million ways you can go. Yeah, with that. we we We're had saying. to
3: keep it interesting, right, guys? I, like, you pfft. know what? There I like how whenever there's a true answer, there's an explanation. I think every time there's a false answer you should follow it up with it's false, you stupid duty head, and just like a long list of insults.
1: <laughs> so <Yeah>. So <laughs> when we really early started, she used to throw us like really easy ones and Joe would get it. Well, Joe and I would get it wrong and she would give us like a little fun, like extra tidbit, but I could tell that was like a pity. Like <laughs> how, how could you guys not get this? Like it was so ridiculous.
2: <laughs> All right. So other details. Yep. So because if, if, if the fingernails is right, then I am really, I am really <laughs> uh, MVP the right there. And, so go ahead.
1: So, okay. Not gloves, but insanely long pointed shoes called Oh. Krakows or Polanes?
3: Don't try to pronounce French.
1: I know. Holy moly. Krakow. I don't know. So, we're all the rage in the Middle Ages for a time. If having two feet of a shoe tip seemed highly impractical, that was entirely the point, pun intended. Only people who could sit on their asses all day and lord over others could wear the most impractical shoes ever made. The most ridiculous shoe tip. The, ho- or the more ridiculous shoe tip, the higher your ranking in society. This was enforced by law, known as the Sumptari Laws. <laughs> They are used to limit what different classes of people can purchase and display to ensure class order is maintained. For shoes, no commoner in England was allowed to wear a tip longer than two inches. But kings could wear points up to 24 inches in length. Some had to be chained to your leg before walking in them. According to the Museum of London, the shoes were controversial because they were... Phallic looking. Nicknamed Whoa. Satan's <laughs> Claw! <laughs> they were nicknamed Satan's Claw by the church. People leaned into the sinful reputation and started adding bells to the tips to jingle at passerby. This lets them know the medieval way you were DTF. Nice. So wow. wait, wait a minute. Isn't that like the jester shoe?
2: That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. So we that would that at some that at some point the jester is just is just mocking the um oh. the, the the king by coming up with just becoming a little more ridiculous in his, in his apparel. Yeah. I, Go ahead to this you got something I, to add I would to like
3: to point out I was correct in saying it's a status symbol because it's completely <laughs> unusable. I like, I I was right. <laughs> just wrong append. Yeah, you had the idea. Yeah.
2: Right, right. It was definitely, it definitely was a mis- It was a misdirection. So, so we. Right. So what I'm saying is, I went. I don't think it was bad to yeah, go to. Yeah, yeah, yes. And I accept your apology. we
1: got a five for five. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll send you the participation trophy. We were wrong, trophy.
3: Thank you. <laughs> that
1: Thank you. is bananas. They so yeah. They had these magnif, like these huge shoes that they would wear with bells. Yeah, it has to be just gest- at some point it switched right to just mock them, and yes. everybody thought it was hilarious. So hey, nice. Trophy. I'm good with that. All right. Well, we did. Well, we have some bonus, though. This is why bonus exists. Lightning round. Speed round. Lightning round. Optional yes. bonus. Plus one bonus if you know which exotic fruit became highly prized status symbol
3: in Europe. Pineapple. A- Whoa. Oh, tomato. Come. I told you lightning round. Ra- no, pineapple. All right. Pineapple is a- woven into people's, like, uh, uh, oh, what are they called? Uh, coat of arms.
1: Son of a bitch. Okay. That it's is the a whole beat. thing.
3: Let's do so
1: it. let's do it. Let's see pineapple because there's mango and queen. I'm going pineapple too. Let's do it. Pineapple. We're going pineapple. Three, two, one. Bam. It is pineapple. Boom. <laughs> Holy nice. crap. Tedesco didn't mess around.
3: I take my nice. Blitzkrieg seriously. He
1: knows things. Seriously. So sometimes they didn't even eat them. They just left them rotting mm-hmm. on their mantles to show off they had one as long as possible. If you did not have one, you could rent one from rich people for parties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's like the original N64. You just go <laughs> rent one. <laughs> Look how cool I was. Well, oh, you did God. it then. Oh. Tip day. Technically, that's a 5 for a 5. You guys are
2: awesome.
3: I'll take it. Awesome. Mealy got 6
1: right. for 6. Thank you. <laughs> Points
2: <did>? to Mealy. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, it. I, it. I it. Yeah,
1: we all got to strive to be it. a little bit more like Mealy.
2: Well, I'm going to say five and a half because I, because my whole fingernail thing was, was incorrect. So, so I, <laughs> Hey,
1: it doesn't matter how you get there, right? That's kind of academia. Right. An A is an A, right? No, like,
2: <laughs> that's true. Even if you cheat off your neighbor's paper, that's as long as you get the right answer. Oh, uh, this was fun.
0: And there you have it. That was this week's very special episode of the Allegedly Podcast. Thank you so much to Mealy and Tudisco from the Unprofessional Development Podcast. Please go check them out. As usual, when I had my shot, I dropped the ball. Mealy, I'm sorry. Spiritually, you got five for five. We'll do better next time. Go ahead, follow us at Twitter, at Allegedly. And if you have any other questions, comments, concerns, or how you want to tell me how I'm dumb and drop the ball, uh, and (laughs) and right there at the end, um, go ahead, email us at allegedly podcast at gmail.com as always we'll pineapple you round <laughs> pen pineapple pa! pineapple pen pineapple patha
1: <laughs>